Blog Talk Radio. Knock, knock, knock. Are you there? <laughs> Hello, this is Helena Steinholstein with Our Wondrous World, or as it has been renamed as so the Helena Steinholstein Report, because uh, this is very much what goes on also that I'm saying. So, how are you today? Hope all is going well for you. And this kind of, uh, what should we call it, in this world. This world is actually a wondrous world, and it's so full of wonders. And I think somehow we have to make it that way, don't we? Because I see those, and we're going to talk about reality today and what is reality and not. But I see so many who actually live in a completely world, different world from myself. I've been here in Sweden now for quite a while, and I actually like it. But then you meet people who say, oh, what a crazy world this is, what a stupid country this is. And I look at everything around me, and I think, I think things are pretty good. And then I go out in the fresh air, and I breathe this incredibly healthy, good air that you have or we have in Sweden. Sweden is very conscious, very aware of the environment and what we do to the environment. And you notice that here. You actually breathe. Yesterday I was working very hard with the project I'm working on and I couldn't go out in the daytime. So I just had to open up the windows and breathe in that beautiful air. And I said, no, I had to go out in the fresh air and walked out. And my God, it was so, it was cool and it was breezy, but it was wonderful. And I thought, soon I'm going to go back to Florida. It's going to be warm. I'm going to have a breeze. But this kind of beautiful, healthy air from the pines, from the forest, from from the Baltic, oh, it's so invigorating. It's beautiful. Yeah, reality. How do you see your reality? It's all up to you, you know, how you live your life. I have been enjoying my life, as I said here in Swim, and I'm going to leave Stockholm pretty soon, actually only in in a matter of days or weeks, I mean, really quite quickly, because it's getting, well, I long, you know, I love America too. Isn't that amazing? I just, I'm longing to go back to Florida and the United States again, wondering what kind of political situation we might have this time, because this is what's happening all over the place. We had an election here in Sweden, and the prime minister who was represented the socialist, the Social Democrat Party, lost. And we are now getting a new type of government coming in. And um, this is, you know, what you need to do in all countries. You need to change the ruling leadership from time to time just to restore the balance. And this is what happened here in Sweden. I hope this stays for a little while, too. Because Sweden is a socialist country. And it's a socialist 
socially based on democracy, which usually socialism is not, is used for, you know, it's used for communism. But here is actually in a society where everyone is supposed to be equal. And what I like about it is that if you have, well, you have to give birth to a child, you don't have all those big expenses. You know, in America, for instance, you have some horribly high expenses just to go through childbirth. And then if there's something wrong with the baby, my God, you might not be able to afford that simple little surgery that would save the baby's life, for instance. All this is provided for here. And I think that's, that's really very, very good. Or if you suddenly lose your job, well, you have this in America too. But here, there's no discussion. You just get support right away. So, yes, that's good. But otherwise, you know, you live in socialist country. They have an agenda of this equality. We're all the same. But then there's also some kind of control over the individual freedom. And they have very much shown that here now through the use of money. You cannot use cash anymore. Although I'm surprised out that I see cash changing hands all the time. And I have paid cash to some people for various reasons here. And I have to go to those ATM machines and get my cash because the banks don't exist anymore. Banks nowadays in Sweden, you know, in the city might have city sites of Stockholm, they have their couple, and they're not on the street level anymore. They're up on the floor somewhere in the building. And you have to make an appointment and the reason why you want to go, maybe for a loan or something like that. So it is kind of a different kind of society. And then there is an agenda of separation between people and spirit. It's a secular country. Sweden and China are the most secular countries in the world. Isn't that a pity that Sweden, an advanced country like Sweden, is so secular? Although, you know, we have a few churches and you have the sermons, you have the preaching there. And of course, the preacher usually talks about the man, he up in the sky, who likes this and doesn't like that. And of course, people don't like, well, they don't believe that there's a man up in the sky. So it doesn't make much sense to them. Instead of talk about energies, <clears throat> that this power that I call God is an incredible energy of the highest frequency. And I see that as the light. And that's what I talk about all the time. And I notice here in Sweden, there's a lot to talk about the light nowadays. It's spreading well, I think I was the first one to come here years and years ago and talk about it. And somehow it's cutting through and cutting through and cutting through. There is an incredible hunger for spirituality here in Sweden, particularly among women. And women in Sweden, they are all out in the workforce. Well, I think America is the same nowadays, but Sweden was the first one to do so, to be out 
you know, where the women went out in the market to work. So um, we have uh, this agenda, as I said, to separate God from the people in Sweden. How do they do that? Just through mocking and not talking about it, not bringing it up on TV and radio and so on. However, that is changing also. So coming in, you know, spirit is breaking through. Particular women in Sweden need that because I haven't seen women being burnt out as much as I have seen in women in Sweden. It's amazing. You know, I can be in New York for days and work full-time there with, you know, women and men. And I haven't come across this burnout the way I've seen it in Sweden. Women are exhausted. They're giving everything at work, at home, and everywhere. And one thing about women is that they are trying to be like men. And I said, why? You as a woman are in unbelievably powerful. Why don't you act more like a woman? We are put together differently from men. Yes, women have the X and X chromosome. Men have the X and Y chromosome. Now, the interesting part is the X, yes, the men have the X and the women have the two X. But now they presumed that the second X chromosome with the women was exactly the same as the other X chromosome. But it wasn't. It is full of three, four hundred extra genes, more than any of the other chromosomes out there. And that means that's why women can be so multifaceted, so multi-talented. And also why women see different solutions on problems. You have a problem, your woman looks at it and says, okay, we do it right that way. A man sits and analyzes, do this and this and this, and eventually gets to the solution. And women had to do everything men the way men do it out there in the workforce. And that's why you know, it was against their nature without them knowing that, and that's the reason why they got, got burnt out in Sweden. And I'm saying now, use that spiritual connection that you have so much more than the male has. It's just, you know, male has been given more muscle. We have been given more spiritual muscle. And I've said that a hundred times in Sweden, in lectures and so on. And we were just, ha, 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 it's not again, you know, this is against the, the principle of equality that we practice in Sweden. No, it is just a fact. <laughs> so start to use your spirituality. And what is your spirituality? It's that inner sparkle of imagination and light within you. And we're going to talk about this because we are going to talk about you know, reality and escapism. And there is no choice between these two. Yes, we can be very, you know, intellectual about it and say, oh, yes, reality, there are different kinds of reality. You have the objective reality, the one you have, um, the real facts, 
And what is the real fact? Well, it's the way people experience it. Meaning through your five senses. That's how we have judged everything, my God, through the years. The five senses, the eyes, what you see, what you hear, and what you touch. Oh, yes, you can feel, what you can believe, what you touch, and what you taste, and what you smell. Well, taste and smell is basically the same thing. But, you know, you have an apple. You can see the apple. And you can kind of smell the apple. You bite into it, and you can feel that apple in your mouth. And now you can taste it. Of course, it's a reality. And then you have, you know, the other reality, which is more the inner world of the mind, which is also reality, a subjective reality. And that goes for your emotions and your feelings. And we know that is a reality. You know when you're feeling sick and you know when you're feeling sad and when you're feeling happy and in love. You know those. So it must be reality, although it's hard to prove. And then you create more of those realities through your own, well, through your thoughts and your opinions. And then you judge, you make judgments. And when you make a judgment, you are again creating a reality. And that is why you have to be very, very careful about that reality. That's when you start to say, oh, I can't do this. Oh, no, I'm tired. I'm too tired to do anything. And you create now something. With all that kind of reality, you create a limitation for yourself. And that's what I am kind of, you know, against many times. And that's why I say, I call this living in the box. You have to open windows. And in that box of reality, there are doors, there are windows. This is what we forget sometimes when we kind of limit ourselves in certain senses that it has to be a certain way. So that's why we have to jump out through the windows and fly out in the sky and discover things. This is the fun part of life. So it's not only that you live in one or the other, we live in both. We have to react. We have to realize we are in both worlds of this and that. One can combine. There are those who just want to sit in one place. And so this is the way it is. I'm not going to change my opinion. I've had this forever. It's horrible. How can you be that way? (laughs) Open up for heaven's sake. Open your mind and smell the roses outside that box. Go out and enjoy life. Dance. You know, I say that to so many. And well, I don't go out much. It's nothing to do with going out. You dance at home. And say, I can't dance alone. I say, why not? I always dance alone at home. It works beautifully. I turn on the music and I follow the music and I smile and have fun. If you have a headset on with that music, you know, while you know, uh, of course, so you don't fall, and just have that and it goes right through you. You can have it loud. You will feel so high. 
you really escape from all this limitation and nonsense around us, and you can be a pie for a little while. There are those who live in this escapism like forever, and I mean that they just prefer to go into the world of yeah, escape, I would say. They use drugs or they try for a little moment to get, you know, even smoking is, is that, or drinking. Well, I drink wine every day myself, but I do it just one or two glasses. Makes me feel really healthy and very, very well. Everyone has to do what agrees with their bodies. I don't believe in doing anything too much of that kind. Please don't get, if you notice you have a problem with the alcohol, you need more and more. And you say, well, I need more wine because I'm thirsty. That's not an excuse. If you're thirsty, you drink water. Period. Remember that. And I remember I've been out on dates through my life where the men just kept on drinking the wine to the bottle was empty. Why do that? Oh, I was thirsty. And I said, what a waste of good wine. You know, drink water. Order water, you know. Have water if you're thirsty. That's good for you. So we're talking about the reality, which actually a combination of both the escaping from this reality and the reality which is more boxed in and that makes sense to everyone else you too. But there is one reality and I read that somewhere and I think this is so good you can even write it down and that is there is only one reality. Now is the only reality. Everything else is memory or imagination. It's true. Now is, is what counts. What do you do right now? The only reality. Everything else is memory or imagination. And that's why I say now is actually healthy because this is how you have intended it to be. This is also how God intended it to be. We were not intended to be sick and poor and unhappy. It was not God's intention. If anyone said so, they're plain wrong. They represent God knows what kind of philosophy, but that's not the case. We were meant to, through creation, to be happy, well-to-do, and healthy. There is no poverty in that program. This is something that we often create for ourselves. Yes, we can be born into different societies. We can be born into a poor society. But you know, I heard from so many who were growing up dirt poor. They said, I didn't know we were poor. We had what we needed and we were happy. And again, the most miserable people I have seen on this earth. 
have not been poor people and this was their mindset. The most miserable people I've seen have been some super rich people. They complained about everything. They complained about the air, the clouds, bothering the blue sky, you know. Truth, that's how it has been. They were never happy with what they had around them. So this is what you have. You have the choice what kind of life you are going to turn your now into being. Yes, your now. Are you sick right now? Well, how do you get out of it? Make a plan. My plan for you is make up your mind. What do you want? Do you want to stay this way? You want to get out it, out of it. Make up your mind. Do something about it. Work for it. It might not come overnight, but you know, you have to just decide where you want to be. I know what I'm talking about. I have been down flat, you know, even I couldn't walk. And I just decided I am going to get out of this. I don't want this. And that's why I just love walking so much. It's one of my greatest pleasures to walk out in nature or anywhere. Walk, walk, walk. Just to use those legs because now I can. And to use your feet and just use your eyes and look around. You know, to be able to use these senses. So the number one thing is start to make up your mind. Now enjoy the journey. And if you don't succeed, succeed at first, just try it a different way. Again and again and again. Over and over and over. And now, I'm a great believer in imagination. And I notice even people with doctorates, you know, etc., have been extremely dumb. And I say so frankly, they've been really quite stupid. Why? Because they had absolutely zero imagination. If you want to call yourself intelligent in any way, you must connect with some force within you called imagination. That is the true imagination. That's the true intelligence. So start to Imagine things and start to imagine yourself getting out of the now if you don't like it. I decided already when I went to school that I wanted to change my reality, which was living in Sweden. I had a good life. I had a great life. But I didn't like the climate. wanted to get out of that. And I just set my mind to it. And I think I had told you many times when I just opened up some magazine once and I didn't really speak English at the time, so I saw this picture of Miami and I think I called it Miami at the same at that time. And I saw that convertible and a really good looking guy standing there and the colours were so and I saw the hibiscus bushes with the big flowers and the blue, blue sky, and the palm trees, and the white buildings. I 
thought it was the most beautiful thing I ever seen. And I said, I want to go there. I want to live there. I want to have that too. And of course, somehow, fate or spirit or my intention brought me to Miami and was just the way it was. And the first thing I got as a wedding present from my new husband was a convertible. <laughs> this beautiful car. And I had the tall dark man and I had the sky and the palm trees and you know, I had everything all of a sudden. I had made that I had created that picture in my mind early on. And that's what you can do to everything has surprise, of course. It doesn't mean that you will have this forever and ever. Sometimes, you know, war happens. Something happens and you might lose what you have worked for. Well, start all over again. So what? It might be harder, but there is no free lunch out there. That's the way it is. And that is the reality of your life. There is no free lunch. But then people say to you, but you seem to get what you want. All you do is tell spirit. Aha, yes. But I truly believe in spirit too. I work with spirit. I have this connection with spirit. I talk to spirit every day. It's very hard for someone in a secular society to make them understand that spirit is there for you and with you all the time. It's a matter of feeling, a feeling of love in your heart. I cannot quite explain this intellectually, but it is something that exists, truly, truly exists within us. And that is the original belief that people had long before Christianity, before religion. Because in that area, you know, Palestine, you're around there, uh, people believed in that power within them. Until, you know, they created religion. They created Christianity and took that power away from inside of us and put it outside of them, way up in the sky and call that person God and he. And this was, of course, a man that people could imagine more for power. So the original power is actually that that I live according to. And, of course, Jesus, the representative of Christianity, also he's a friend of mine. He appears in my healing sessions. He appears sometimes in my meditation. It's just part of me too. And why? Because through the years, he has been given all that love and attention from all these billions of people and has created an incredibly powerful energy. So he lives. That energy lives. And it's a good energy. You read about these things in my books, you know, find uh, what is it, a constant awakening, which was the first book, which was very, very easily read. And of course, the white light, a limitless reality. 
And it's also called, has a subtitle, you know, the White Light book called uh, The Law of Togetherness. I should actually call it that probably because it just shows our togetherness, our natural togetherness with that power called I am the light. And that is also what Jesus talks about. I am the light. Well, he meant himself, but he meant everyone out there and told people also, and that's also in the Bible, you can do what I do, even more so. And that's, you know, that is what is. So there's so much about us that we are not really using too much. So, um, well, what else we <laughs> So how do I change my reality again? Well, you change it through your intentions. What is it you wish for? You have this intention of having a great life. Don't leave that behind because someone is trying to stop you or something stops you from it. And people say, oh, it's all cost money. You've had money. No, I haven't always had money. I still don't have money. You know, but somehow it flows. <laughs> And that is very, very important, that you don't see yourself in the limitation. You see yourself as a part of a reality that is yours. And the reality you see is, it's there for me. It's there, it's mine. It works that way. I tell you, I've had many years of practice. And I know what I'm talking about that way. Of course, there's always a time in life when the time is up. If you want to live into an eternity, you might not be able to live that in the physical body. So for that reason, everything cannot be quite your way if this is what you think about. I've had many people who have asked me, and it's been usually men who said, well, how is the formula to extend this life here on earth? And the first thing I have said always, why on earth do you want to do that? What's so great here? And one thing that when you're young, you forget that when you get older, the world is changing. It's not the world you see when you were younger. And you might not see the same fit for you anymore. It's very interesting to just live through the generations and to see generations kind of move on in life. How everything is changing and how you are part of this change. It's really quite exciting, you know. So, well, again, I am Helena Steiner-Hornstein. My websites are findingyourinnerlight.com or again bodysoulconnection.com findingyourinnerlight.com with all information about many things how you can get in touch with me how you can have private consultations with me they are not live as someone said they are well they're very much live they're very much alive but they are online or over the telephone the way you prefer so um, there are many ways to get hold of me. Also, emails Dr. Helena, D-R-Helena, info, short for information, 
at yahoo.com or activevale a-c-t-i-v-a-l-e at gmail.com Well, that was it. We will do a little meditation as usual. And again, my meditations are channeled from the universe to your inner universe. If you hear music in all these little meditations that are actually processes going through you, the music is always from stephenhalpen.com with kind permission. Thank you, Stephen. I feel his energy really fits in with the universe and the energy of healing. And he does also do his own healing session through music and also his own uh, lectures here and there. So thank you for being with me and stay on through this. If you're driving a car, you may just prefer to 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 stop <laughs> and just keep on driving or do what, but don't do the driving car and listen to this because it might just deter you. Okay, now you relax and relax and relax and know that within you there is a place of loving light. That place of loving light within you is you, the real you. Your eyes are closed and your whole body is reacting to this feeling of relaxation. You relax and you relax and you relax. Take a deep breath. And you feel so much in tune, so much in harmony. You feel that you are part of a universe that loves you. It truly, truly does. So now begin to open up and feel that you are part of this universe of no limit. Imagine yourself far, far away on the other side of this planet Earth. Yes, you imagine yourself far, far away on the other side of this world. And it's nighttime. You're standing by the ocean. And you look up in the sky and you see all these stars twinkling and shining above you. You take a deep breath. You find peace. You feel peace. You see peace in the world. You create peace in your mind when you look at your world and you begin to shine that peace to the world 
you charge yourself with that feeling of peace. And that feeling is getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. You breathe quietly. You breathe feeling secure and you feel you are part of a world where all is left of the good for you yes you see only the good parts of this world you see so much of a world that shines And now you begin to feel that you're filling yourself with that energy of love and light. You feel it. And you look up in the sky. And now you see a big, wide ray of light streaming down over the sky and descending all over You, you accept this energy coming from above. You feel it. It's coming over your shoulders. You strengthen your shoulders. It's coming into your chest area. And you open up your chest. Cleanse your heart and fill your heart with love and light. This loving energy of shiny light streams down over your spine, down over your whole back. The energy is so strong, you cannot help but just imagine how this light goes through you. Yes, it goes through you and it fills all your cells with shiny energy of the highest good. You feel relaxed. So completely, completely relaxed. Choose to fly out in the sky and find my new goals of happiness of wellness, of prosperity. I just know that this is what is there for me. My life is full of riches, of good health, of beauty. I see nature in a new way. And you love seeing that it's all there available for you right now. You look around you. And to your surprise, all darkness has lifted as a shiny new day. There is light everywhere. And you look up in the sky and you still see stars. Yes, beautiful stars, although the stars now are pale because everything is so bright and light around them. 
sky is blue and you inhale this blue energy into you, you feel the strength, the hope, the trust of the blue energy. You love you. You begin to love you and your life and you feel the possibilities you have ahead of you. The strong, strong possibilities existing right ahead of you. You love you. Yes. You love you. You love your neighbor as you love you. It begins with you. You create your world. Now you take a deep breath. How you love this. This is interesting. You're going to make it interesting. Have a good day. Today. I am having a good day today and tomorrow. I enjoy my life. Yes. You are now feeling and talking. I enjoy my life. I feel my life is full of opportunities. My love for life is limitless. I love life. Life loves me. I see more and more and more how Life is now shining through my body, clearing the insides of your of my body, making me whole. Yes, whole again. I am healing my body. Light is going through my body more and more. And more. I heal myself with the power of the universe, with the power of spirit of God. These are words for one and the same power. This power is absolutely limitless and it shines through me now. Light is shining. Light is shining over me, through me. The light is my way. I am following the light. The light lives within me. This is what makes me a creation of the highest power. I was created in the image of this highest power. That highest power, the God power that we call the light. The light is shining through you now. And now you begin to send all that energy to those in the world that you love. You also send it to those places in the world where they need energy, where they need strength. Well, they need love. I am the light. This is my way. This is my truth. And you take a deep breath. 